1: You know what? If I if I choose to not roll my r's, oh sorry, you can't, no, you can't I wanted just, to add on to your your r rolling this time as well. Yeah, sorry, yeah, I chose not I chose not to. So, um, oh. welcome to the Confederacy of Dunks Basketball, basketball Podcast. podcast.
2: <laughs> oh wow! Uh,
1: <laughs> I am the host, Freddie Revis, and I'm the producer, Matt Duncan, and I'm wearing the cheapest pair of headphones I've ever had in my life. Good. You deserve it's, that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for them. See, Matt didn't bring his headphones. Yeah. So no, I he's, brought having,
2: it. <laughs> he's having to deal with my dollar store headphones. <laughs> but check it out. It works. You know <laughs> it, works it works. It works.
1: It um, works. You're getting married soon. Are you excited am. about that? Yeah. Month today. Woo. Month today. Uh, right at this time, we'll be, uh, I don't know, starting the speeches or something. <laughs> oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> uh, well,
2: let's let's get to talking uh, B ball ASAP. But, yeah. um, but before that, uh, if people want to, I don't know, support the podcast, uh, share the podcast, donate, which I think is impossible. We don't have a Patreon. Yes.
0: Um,
1: (laughs) and, but no, yeah. How do they help us out? Honestly, just go to dunkspodcast.com. All our links are there on the right for iTunes and Stitcher for subscriptions. Also, you know, there's YouTube. We did have a little bit of a surge. We're up to 22 subscribers now. Okay, calm down. Yeah. So we're both, you know, testing out Lamborghinis, essentially. I think that's what you do at 22. Yeah. And uh, Twitter and Instagram, we were heavy into that, heavy. So yeah, yeah, you got to tune in or tune out. So yeah, you're getting,
2: you're getting cooler every day.
1: Yeah. Um,
2: <laughs> okay. Let's, uh, let's bring on our guests. Shall yeah. we? All right. Who's first? Uh, who's first? Um, let's, uh, let's bring on my, my favorite, uh, person who understands all things feelings and all things basketball. Yeah. Um, it's gonna be both. Who knows? Yeah. Well, that's true. But, uh, <laughs> no, but she writes for, for so many publications. Um, uh, I was reading her, uh, her, her big siakum, um, big Siakam First cover story ever, yeah. I believe. Uh, yeah, She. I mean, she'll tell you about all the stuff she does. Uh, keep it going. At home for Katie Heindel. Katie? Hi.
3: <laughs> I was so entranced by my song. <laughs> oh,
1: good. That's what I like to hear.
3: I love it. I love my song. How's it
1: going? <laughs> good. How you doing?
3: Oh, I'm good.
2: I'm good. Thanks so much for doing the pod. It's been a while.
3: It has been a while. I was feeling a little bit rejected.
2: Um, Well, you know what? I didn't mean for you to feel that way. And that makes me feel like, Freddie, you need to be more in tune. (laughs) You know what I mean? That's Um, all right, man. Katie, you're amazing. You're a a champion now. Uh, I'm is, a champion. Yes, I think so. Like, I mean, is this your first time doing the pod since the wraps? It won? sure is. It sure is. Oh, true, true, true,
3: true. You meant it like that. Yes. Yeah. Well,
2: I mean, I guess. Yeah, I feel like you're a champion, like in general too. Like, you know, if there's a yeah, good...
3: champion mentality sometimes. Or yeah. if there's
2: like a good cause, I believe you'd champion that. Mm-hmm. Oh,
3: <laughs> thanks, guys. Um, okay, lots of good, lots of good feelings yeah. to go around. Super
2: positive. I like it. Um, let's uh, let's bring on guest number two. Yeah. Okay. Um, he, he used to he used to offer me headphones. Yeah. Uh, on Man, a we could day. really use those right now. <laughs> we could really use his, <laughs> his headphone <laughs> knowledge. Uh, mm-hmm. This guy is amazing. He's hilarious. He's such a good comedian. Um, love talking basketball with him. And uh, he's been on the pod a million times. Yeah. Give it up. You know him, Ian Gordon. <laughs>
4: It is a great intro song, I will say. I'm kidding, it's oh. growing on me. Yeah. It really is.
2: It makes me What's giddy on with- every time I
1: hear it.
4: The <laughs> headphone situation, you guys got bad headphones right now?
1: What's wrong? Oh, well, I brought, the, I to- I brought there's, you know, there's three bags I'm supposed to bring to the recording, and there's one bag I'm not supposed to bring, and guess what? I brought mm. that bag and left the other one at home, so that's mm. the bag that has all the sweet headphones in it.
4: Yeah, you but label one bag, one bag, this bag, and the other bag, not this bag.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. See, that's that's good stuff. Yeah, but you came through. You came through, Fred.
4: I did. I, I might recommend go. get some SRH four forty. Sure, SRH four forty. So not you, too pricey, hundred bucks. You know, 80, 90 bucks.
1: Yeah, that sounds good.
2: Ian, would you recommend? Cable. Ian, would you recommend? I don't know. Say going to a dollar store near Keel and Bloor and <laughs> picking up whatever headphones. Hey man, you
4: yeah, find yeah. Honestly, you know, I. I I don't discriminate Whatever floats your boat as long as, you're, as long as they're working And you're enjoying What you're listening to You're laughing
1: Yeah Everybody Good. sounds like I'm listening through Like a cup on a string No <laughs> 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 Yeah Just a
2: little bit of that <laughs> uh, Shall we start talking Some Raptors ball Or what uh, I mean yeah. I guess mm. Yeah Maddie, would you give me That Raptors sting Aging
0: Bobby Webster
1: One more time, everybody.
0: There's a new NBA champion, and it's a team from
1: Toronto, Canada. We, the North, are now we, the champions. The Raptors, the 2019 NBA champs. Just in case anyone forgot.
2: You know what? I think... I think maybe you need to somehow, I, I know this is your world, yeah, but you need to merge that one with the Devlin call. Yeah, I do need to get the Like, Devlin you know, a one. double whammy yeah, going like you,
1: And, yeah, we have had some complaints about this one because it's, <laughs> it's the American one, right? Hey, it's, it's Mike yeah. Breen, you know? Yeah.
4: It's a nice call, though.
1: Yeah, I thought, you know, yeah, it's, he does a good job. Toronto. Yeah, Toronto. We <laughs> to North yeah, yeah, yeah.
4: now we the champion. Toronto. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
2: I like it. And you know I'll see I'll like, say the T in Ontario. <laughs> it's like nice. a fancy robot. It's like a fancy robot. Yeah, I think, yeah, like I wouldn't mind hearing more calls from Bicentennial Man or you know what like, <laughs> I I don't
0: know
2: why. You know what? I'll I'll drop it. Um Let's let's get going. Yeah. Uh so uh Katie, uh, I think I'll start with yeah. you here because um this is a Siakam kind of question. But uh you know, I've been watching a lot of those kind of like Rico Hines videos over the over the uh <laughs> over my boring summer. Okay. And uh, just watching, you know, Fred hit uh, threes from half and and Norm's lighting it up and Stanley Johnson looks good and Ronda Hollis-Jefferson looks good and Boucher's doing a bunch of stuff. Um, and I remember that last year we were getting all those videos with uh, with Fred, obviously, but Siakam was the one who was really tearing it up. He was like he was playing against Harden and Westbrook and, and KD, I think, was also there. And, you know, all, all the players were just kind of saying, like, heads up, this guy is about to explode. And, um, So, yeah, I'm wondering who, you know, who might be the Siakam this year for the Raptors. I understand it's probably too high of a bar, but, you know, just as a a kind of fun summer thought exercise.
3: I feel like it's still Siakam. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Because I don't know if you've seen him, but he's huge. He's like extremely, he got even bigger. Yeah. He's like extremely jacked. And I mean, based on... Like, nobody's really doing too much in like tournaments like he did last summer. Last summer, he was playing in like every single tournament that would happen, even like some really weird ones. Um, but like in my heart, I wanted to be Stanley Johnson.
2: <laughs> Ooh. Why, why is that?
3: But I just like his energy. I and I saw the picture of him in a like um a jean jacket that was like sheer lane line.
0: Ooh. hello. <laughs>
3: I felt that was like pretty powerful, um, and it's got shows a nice haircut. Good yeah, he's got a nice haircut. He's got a good vibe. You know, I actually have seen him playing in some camps, and he looks good. I mean, we can talk about this other like pack of freaks that we got coming on, but I think it's either Siakam again mm-hmm. or Stanley.
2: I uh, I like that quite a bit. That Siakam take because I feel like, you know, he had such a massive year that the natural assumption is that he'll have, or he'll plateau maybe, or, no or, it, or he'll take a marginal step forward. But, you know, I I mean, it's early on, but his trajectory definitely seems to be straight up still. It's not like he's yeah. not, yeah, it, it, it does seem like he's like a step back jumper and, uh, you know, taking a bit more care of the ball. Like he's those kind of skills away from being, I don't know, better than Ben Simmons, if he's not already?
3: I mean, that's not tough. That's yes, not too hard. fair, fair. Um, <laughs> but, but, but
2: but I mean, like, uh, you know, an all-star... I mean, he can
3: shoot, he can shoot already, so Yeah, that's, that's true. Good.
2: Um, but yeah, like, I mean, a player that's kind of like talked about is like, oh, I see, like, this person's going to be an all-star for many years in a row, as opposed to like, oh, maybe he'll be an all-star a couple times in his career. Mm-hmm.
3: Yeah, so no, I think it's still the of, like, I don't really think his feelings... He's not anywhere close, I think And, like, as you said, he's got to get He he, he kind of Adds this, like, control element to his game And as soon as he can sort of He did that last year, he was really, like, Harnessing his explosiveness And kind of picking his moments But, you know, he could add, like A reliable three-point shot mm-hmm. He could probably, like I'd like to see more Offensive play from him this, this year That'd be kind of cool um, But yeah, I don't know. He's do uh, I, I don't know why we got to pick someone new. We have got the guy.
2: Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um, <laughs> okay, so Ian. Um, I don't know. Are, are you thinking Siakam as well, or is it her? I—I
4: I, I really like that answer. It's true. I think that he does have room to grow. Like he's still really young and he's still developing his game. It's true. Um, that's it. But I—I'm—I've always, always been super high on OG as well. I think he's going to maybe take a big lead. I don't know. I really want him to. I think he can be an amazing uh, defensive player for us, and he was—he was a reliable scorer when he was on Indiana. Like he was a really good player. He's just so athletic. So I think if—if if he's harnessed properly and everything that's going on with the team and the positive vibes therein and the championship swagger, I think he's poised to, to take a leap um, for sure on, on the raft. I think he might start, right? He might start.
2: I think, yeah, I think start. he has a really good chance of starting. I mean, I, I guess it could be Ronda Hollis-Jefferson as well, but... Um, I think, yeah. Yeah, uh, OG, he, also- he seems primed for uh, for more mm-hmm. responsibility, more minutes, more mm-hmm. shots. Mm-hmm. But and like, I
4: think that that's, that's an exciting prospect for me because I think he's just such an amazing two uh, like A player. I think he can be such a good defender for us on the perimeter. And that's just has such a, an amazing element because we, we've got scoring. And like you said, the Viacom will probably take a leap even more so offensively, right? His athleticism is there and, and his ability to go from, from paint to paint. But if he develops that three-point shot, like like Katie said, or if he just has more patience in the post, like, he can give us points. Also, there's even less pressure on OG to score, even, even so much so. He could just be kind of like, really take his time and, and develop really well this year. Also, one, one other guy, because I like um uh, Ruby, on uh, The Wizard I think he, he might have A really good year Oh really, really? Yeah really Oh really like had his his tomorrow yeah. too, You know what I mean He's mm-hmm. 10, Which is super <laughs> cool He Everybody's like He's really got a good Good NBA body already He's a big dude He looks super athletic He's going to play I think he's going to start In Washington They're going to be really bad But like There's a lot of touches that, that they're they're starting for So he might He might have shot it I mean who knows What will happen With like Zion mm-hmm. Obviously amazing and they're going
1: to have mm-hmm. tons of opportunities too. But like, I look for Rui as being like kind of my like dark horse
3: rookie. <laughs> Ooh, I like that. I saw Rui I saw really play at summer league, and uh, I really liked him. I liked him better than Zion.
4: Mm-hmm. Wow, that's cool. I didn't. I, that would. That's awesome. By the way,
2: yeah. Katie, I, I know you were at summer league. Were you at the Zion Earthquake game?
3: I was. Oh my wow. goodness! What was Holy that yeah. like? It was really scary. Yeah. I think like I was sitting with, I was sitting with Blake Murphy and Ryan Wolfstadt And like, we're so dumb. Like we're the only Canadians in the media section. And <laughs> so we were like, who's shaking the seats underneath us? Like who's, who's <laughs> below the,
0: the bleachers? Why would you like, like that?
3: <laughs> they covered the, the media section in like black tablecloths. Like all the tables are covered. There's like it's carpeted. So it's not the cement seats that like go all the way around. So we were like, Oh, In our mind, we thought we were just in some temporary bleacher Ricky seats and someone was underneath in the tunnel, like shaking them. And then we all looked up at the same time and, like, the Jumbotron is swaying like a pendulum back and forth. Oh my
0: goodness.
3: And then people are also streaming up to the exit. So we were like, oh shit, it's an earthquake. (laughs) Like, we're so dumb. (laughs) Yeah. It was very scary. They, like, cleared the floors. They obviously stopped the game after a while. Um, like, top the rest of the games for the night, but it, it was, yeah, that was pretty crazy. Very memorable, but crazy.
2: And then, so, so, basically, you were like, oh, my God, no one was shaking the floor. It was an actual <laughs> yeah. earthquake. That's so scary. Just a and, thousand clowns. Yeah. And then, yeah, then someone just, like, flashed you their <laughs> phone, and they're like, oh, FYI, Kawhi just got traded? But-
3: <laughs> yeah, basically, as I was, like, getting back, that was, like, the longest day, too, because I got there that day. I was up super early for my flight. Same flight as Nick Nerd. Um, and it was like awesome. long, hot, overwhelming first day of summer league and uh, like grabbed a bike, got back to the hotel. As I was like climbing into bed, I was like, man, I got to call it. All the texts started coming in, turn on the TV, Kawhi's gone.
2: Wow. Yeah. What? Jeez. Honestly, I feel like maybe we should turn that day into like an animated story with, with you voicing yeah.
0: it.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like who, who's the guy who pitched a perfect game? Uh, but he's on, yeah. on acid. Oh, yeah. I mean, you weren't on oh, acid. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, you, we don't need drugs in this story or whatever. But uh, no, it's, it's pretty wild. Um, well, yeah. j- just to get kind of back on on topic here, although I feel like I might <laughs> throw more random Summer League questions at you uh, throughout. But um, my guy is kind of like, I feel like there's a part of me that just c- keeps doing what everyone does to a small player. And you look at him, and you are like, okay, you've peaked. You know, you are six foot, you are five eleven. Like that's it. Mm-hmm. You, you can't play much better. Then there is another part of me that is like, you know, the, in the same way we're talking about Siakam, just like always getting better. There is something about Fred that is just I don't know. He he, he kind of like finds a way to win mm-hmm. or to get better constantly, and just you know, there is a part of me that thinks. After he after this amazing final series he had against Steph Curry, I feel like he's looking in the mirror and he's like, "You're better than Steph. Mm-hmm. Heads up." You know, I mean, like his confidence is <laughs> so intense that you know if Kyle if Kyle misses ten games, I think Fred's gonna be like, "This is what I've been waiting for my whole life." Mm-hmm. Like he, he's totally. that he's that type of guy where it just seems every single opportunity he gets, he thrives in. Mm-hmm. And I mean, for sure, you know he he massively struggled in those first two series, and and size will be an issue, and Steph's kind of skinny, and it's a different story when you're going up against like a big, strong uh, point guard like Donovan Mitchell or something like that. But uh, Fred, I, he just has an undeniability about him. Um, so he was kind of who I was thinking of when 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 I said this question. But uh, really, if, if anyone kind of. I think did Matt just mute? Yeah, I did. Okay, (laughs) what was that about? Sorry, uh, it was
1: involuntary. I was like, okay, he was looking at
2: me, and then he pressed a button,
1: and I went quiet. Dude, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) Funny headphones. Oh oh, baby.
2: That was good times. Uh, I mean, <laughs> I, I don't know where I was going. Fred's awesome. Yeah. Uh, great name. And um, <laughs> is that all I got to do to get to move on? Just yeah. Mute first <laughs> ju- just mute me. And that's like my own, my own anxiety will kick right in. <laughs> you know <what> I mean? <laughs> um, okay. Uh, Ian, I'm going to start with you on this one. Um, so I'm just going to, I'm just going to like lay this question out. Uh, you know, I'm going to ride my insecurity here. Uh, am I... Freddie Rivas, a moron for not hating Andrew Wiggins?
4: Uh, I don't think so. I, I don't know, man. I, I've always liked him. Maybe it's the Canadian bias, you know? But I think that uh, he, he, he hasn't gotten the shot. There's a lot of critiquing him, and there should be. It's justified There are times when you watch him play, and you're like, is he trying, you know? Right. And, but you wonder if he deserves a break. He's been in the and. I've always thought that way. I've always liked the guy. And I was thinking, I was like, well, what's the reason? And I was looking it up, and he's been in the league five years. His rookie year, they were 16 and 66 under Flip Saunders. Yep. (laughs) Then the next year, Sam Mitchell comes in, 33 wins. And then he has Tibbs and Jimmy. And, you know, if you're led to believe that Jimmy's not the best teammate for especially a young, timid guy, Mm -hmm. maybe he's just been in the worst possible situation. Uh, he's one of these guys where it can, it, it's going to go either way, right? There's a fork in the road for Wigan and it's either continue getting, you know, your 19 a game but not really being very impactful, right. um, or, or dig in and be the player that you can be. And he doesn't have to do that much because he's got the, he's got the scoring numbers. He can obviously score the ball. But, like, as, you know, his career stats is looking at his four rebounds a game, two assists a game. For a guy who's that athletic and he's six foot eight and has his eyes at the court, it should be a lot better, you know. If right. he can go, you know, even if he went nineteen five and five, all of a sudden we're talking about a, a way more impactful player. Even somebody who, who you're like, okay, this guy's actually getting there. If he did that this year, if he got his even his assistant rebound numbers up a bit, then you're obviously then you're like, okay, you know, I can take this guy. And also dunk on somebody, please, like. When you watch his high school YouTube stuff, you're like, I was so excited to see him in the NBA, just shit on people. He, part he, of my language. Did,
2: he did have that, I think it was his second year. He did have that like two week span where he was like headhunting. Mm-hmm. He dunked on Go Bear. Mm-hmm. He dunked mm-hmm. on a bunch of people. Um, and but, he's unbelievable at that. And I don't, has he ever done a dunk contest? No. I don't think he ever did. No. Yeah. He's one of the many. Kind of, like of of first overall picks that like would clearly be amazing in a dunk off that didn't do it. Although I think part of that was that he played with Zach Levine and he was like, it's this, Mm -hmm. it's this guy's show. And he's also on my team. So I'm just going to maybe support him. I
4: don't know. I just think that Wiggins can, I don't think you're crazy for hating him because he does, he can blossom of all the players in the NBA. You're like potential to, to grow and to be very good. Yeah, uh, he's there. Maybe he'd not. Maybe he'll never be like a dynamic superstar, like a a team-altering player. But he could be a really good number two player. He could. Who knows? His career arc is is still not all the way there. He's only twenty four, twenty five, right? So yeah, he's, two, he's the next 24. Two, three years. Are gonna? Yeah, the next two three years are gonna really kind of suck out his whole journey in the NBA for sure.
2: Okay, before I, before I jump to Katie here, um, I was definitely expecting. I mean, we'll we'll, we'll see if, if she kind of like agrees with me and Ian, or or if uh you know she'll kind of like give me a shake here. But um, <laughs> you know, p- part of my I think what I'm getting kind of um like like my my NBA thoughts are always circling around the fact that there just seems to be such a massive split um with with when a player gets overpaid, there's it's kind of like just like you know there's a bit of an NBA hive mind where they're like, well, they're not worth that contract. Therefore they suck. And I hear that a lot about Blake, about Westbrook, uh, obviously DeRozan. um, And, and, and I think Wiggins is kind of like the, he's becoming the poster boy for that. Uh, And there's also this kind of trend to, I just, you know, throw a player's progress out when they're 23, 24, when we know that so many players get it, like 25, 26, 27, and they put together their best years as they're approaching 30. So, I mean, I get when you're, if you're trying to like measure, you know, a championship arc, you have to kind of like be an architect and a big part of that is money. And we, you know, we've seen how you can do that in the most brilliant way with a guy like Messiah Jerry. But yeah, I just feel like system and development are such big parts of it. And, um, yeah, there there was a you know just like a silly rumor about uh, oh should the Raptors uh, trade Ibaka for Wiggins, and I I kind of like had that feeling of like you know if Masai knows he can make Wiggins good, it could be one of those things that you know people would just pan obviously, but then long term maybe wouldn't be wouldn't be bad. I mean I don't think this team need, needs to take any silly risks, and I love Ibaka, so I'm not trying to slander him but uh okay enough of me katie am i a moron for not (laughs) hitting andrew wiggins uh
3: no i don't like that's like i think he's annoying i'll get that out there he is he's like an annoying player to me and i think to ian's point unfortunately i don't think he's going to be less scared because his house got broken into and he was robbed like a week
1: ago oh no no
3: yeah um that's awful don't worry only a thousand dollars worth of shoes and his luggage.
2: So, oh my God.
3: That's okay.
2: Holy cow. <laughs> wow. K- Katie breaking news over here.
3: <laughs> you know me, I got my summer vacation watch uh, going. <laughs> yeah. Um, that's geez. not a vacation, but
1: anyway. <laughs> yeah, that, that doesn't make like, up <laughs> the highlight real. <laughs> Was he on vacation when it happened? <laughs> no, he's a-
3: he he's wasn't there. home. So that's good. But mm. I haven't seen a vacation from in the summer. no.
1: Mm. Mm-hmm. Um,
3: I agree with your point, though. Like it, it really, really bothers me, especially when we know how much longer guys can stay in the league. And I'm just based on like health and fitness, and the way that you know careers are lengthened from even like five years ago, so to say he's like hit his peak, I don't think so. I guess like he doesn't. I don't feel strongly about him that he, I, hate, I, I hate him, or think that you're a mm-hmm. moron for like for not hating him again I just think he's kind of annoying I think I really found him annoying when um Jimmy Jimmy and him played together and like him and and Carl Anthony Towns were just kind of these like almost like bratty teams to me yeah Andrew Wiggins'
2: brother like tweeted something about Jimmy at one point yeah Yeah. they're like we don't
3: like this guy he likes to work too hard we want to play video games and like I mean I'm Extremely biased because I love Jimmy Butler. I know he's got, like, a mental work ethic. But, like, still, that could have been a good opportunity. There was obviously more going on. Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
3: But I don't know. I think, yeah, maybe he hasn't, like, quite had a fair shake yet. But that said, like, if he's going to, this is kind of going to be the year he's got to make himself have one. He's really got to push himself into it because I don't think... I think you stop getting opportunities in the league. Even if you can stay in the league, you stop getting this kind of spotlight opportunity.
2: That's a great point. Yeah. I mean, that's a great point. And I think that's kind of maybe why I'm thinking about Andrew Wiggins because I don't think anyone projects Minnesota to be a playoff team. So for them even to be, you know, in like scratching distance of like eighth place or ninth place towns and Wiggins, Um, and, uh, you know, uh, Saunders jr. Are going to have to really, really have an excellent season. They're all going to have to, like everyone on Minnesota would have to have a banner year. I think for them to make eighth place or seventh place, like the West is that stacked. And, and yeah, it could be a year where, you know, the West is just such a different world than the East. I think it could genuinely be a year where you see a bunch of like pretty good teams like serve like kind of like survey the league and just say, we can't compete in this climate. Like mm-hmm. even though we have towns and Wiggins, we're going to have to reconfigure this. Like maybe we'll keep towns and try and get rid of, and run, you know, rebuild around him and you use our money differently because we've, we've, we've misallocated it, uh, you know, by, by giving Wiggins and Max, but uh, I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful that he'll, uh, he'll progress because I, I always feel bad it's it's weird but you know you shouldn't feel bad for a first overall pick who gets a ton of opportunity in the NBA but it is an intense amount of pressure like there's a huge difference between being the first pick and the second pick Mm -hmm. like even though it's not the financial difference is not that massive it's like if you're a first overall pick people really expect you to be like a a potential MVP candidate and I think a lot of them are not yeah
3: Um, Weird to me that that's still the expectation though, because like we've kind of seen from almost every single draft year that it's like a crapshoot.
1: Totally. I mean, <laughs> you know, that, like, l- look at folks. That end up,
3: yeah, exactly. Like that end up as like all stars um, are like, oh, they went like second round or they went like dead last in like the first round. You know.
2: For sure. You know, Giannis is an obvious example, but even a guy like James Harden, who has been, you know, yes, in the last four years, he's been three runner-ups and one MVP. He was drafted third overall. So, you know, he wasn't He was true. He wasn't even the guy who was like, oh, this is the person who's going to change the NBA. And he has. Um, you know, it's
4: funny, Freddie. You're, you're right, though. There's You can name a lot of the number one overall busts, like Kwame Brown and, uh, you know, our boy. Bennett. And uh, and uh, was Michael Lolo candy number one overall?
2: Oh, yes, he was.
4: But I can't name, and there's been plenty of number two overall busts, I'm sure. But I can't name them as easily.
2: Yeah, the one I always think of is Hashim Thabit because he was so oh. bad.
4: And he <laughs> number two.
2: He he was drafted second overall, yeah. Uh, and he had a wow. little. He had like that kind of like Schroeder blonde tip. Oh, was he on, yeah. uh, was, he on
4: U, was he on UConn?
2: He was on. Uh, yes, and then I think he went to. He was drafted to OKC, I think.
4: And they won that. They I think they won it that year. Maybe
2: what? Um, okay, let's uh, let's let's okay, let's do another temperature reading here. Katie, I'm gonna start with you. Um, mm-hmm. are you less or more excited for this Raptors season than you were last year?
3: I'm more because last year I was so upset <laughs> going into the,
0: the start of Right, the season. totally. So, yeah,
3: it, it took me a long time to get on board the Kawhi train, you know. Um, and I was pretty hurt about DeRozan the way it all went down for a while, which I'm not ashamed to say, took me a while to process it. Um, so no, I'm stoked. Like I'm stoked because of what Larry said, um, this summer, just how much, like how intent he seems to be. And like, he's really not shying away from like saying the thing that everybody's thinking, but in the past, maybe the other actors would be scared to say like, Hey, we're still contenders. I love that. It made me feel so good. Yeah, no, it, it like that makes me feel super stoked. I'm super stoked to see like we, we like essentially still have the same core, just now they're like super amped and like extremely confident, and they've mm-hmm. all been working pretty hard all summer. And now we have like these weird, some weird new pieces that like I'm pretty unfamiliar with, and I like, I always like getting to know a bunch of new guys when they get thrown in the mix, and we got a lot thrown in the mix. So, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm, I'm pretty excited. And the opening night on my
2: birthday. Whoa! Um, yeah. I
1: absolutely have to go to the opening night. Like... Oh, you want to see the banner? Go I got to do it. I got to yeah. do it. Like I, 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 The
2: banner, the ring. Everything. The yeah. Zion. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh yeah. Zion. Yeah, it's it's, huge. Earthquake, it's huge. Another earthquake. <laughs> yeah. Another earthquake. <laughs> yeah. You know, LeVar Ball will be there probably. It's going to be. Oh my, God. Um, oh be my wa- God. He might. He might. <laughs> <laughs>
3: he'll be there for sure. Um, he'll be there.
2: <laughs> yeah. Like his, he's, he's going to have like a post, like a post game presser and it'll be like Zion didn't pass Alonzo enough. <laughs> um but uh yeah I think um Ian before I jump to you like that's generally I mean I, I was super sad about DeRozan but I think I I was I did get really excited really quickly uh last year because I thought we could make it to the finals and I thought we could maybe challenge G state if they didn't play the marathon game right and they did not um <laughs> And it all worked out, and it was magical. But this year, you know, I, I I was on a message board recently, and I was kind of saying like, I think this year's for the hardcores. Last year was for the hardcores <laughs> and the bandwagoners. And I think even this year, if the, if if it goes so ridiculously well, where we do repeat or make it to the finals. I could see the bandwagoners just denying the whole time. They mean like, no, no, we're not that good. And then basically like at the last second, being like, Oh shit, we're in the finals again. Yeah. Because <laughs> you know, without a guy like Kawhi, without this like takeover person, it just doesn't fit any natural basketball narrative mm-hmm. uh for, for like regular folks. And I think that's why so many people are looking at the league and they're seeing like they're they're looking at whichever team has two really good stars or two superstars and they're saying that's the contender. And I think what's false about that is that there's just no G state. So there's about 12 contenders in my mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think the Raptors are for sure one of them. Uh, and I think I'm so excited because I just really, really trust Masai. So, you know, whether it's uh Ronda Hollis Jefferson or Terrence Davis or, you know, the uh, shooter, Matt Thomas or uh, Stan- uh, Stanley Johnson, or even Boucher, like I, I feel like Masai. Has everything in place that he wants long term, and and Kawhi was an asterisk. Like he was, it was something that he had to go for, and he went for it, and it worked. Mm-hmm. And and now it's on to the next. Like like just watching him tour, uh, tour basketball without borders. You know, on Instagram with uh, with Siakam, and just bringing Siakam around and saying like, this guy is a superstar, and and, and the confidence in which Messiah is saying that, it, it it just makes me feel great. Mm-hmm. Um, Ian uh, it's okay cool. if you don't feel great about this season because no, I,
4: I do yeah. I, I, you guys made a lot of good points and I think that there are, like it's, everything is exciting about this year like yeah if you were to take me you know last year at this time versus this year at this time I'm more excited for sure there's a lot to look forward to even something uh, as nice as a Christmas Day game like you know it's totally. something that we've never had before it's freaking amazing we get to watch Raptors play on Christmas <laughs>
2: you know, I the, hope the it's rings. I hope it's so so cold. Like I hope yeah, we have an unseasonably series. cold no, and Christmas, mm-hmm. and then every American broadcaster <laughs> is like, hey, "It was so cold, I almost died." And <laughs> we're, we're like, "Yeah,
4: it was,
1: wasn't it?" You know what I mean? Sorry.
4: <laughs> Speaking of that, I think it's also I'm excited to hear all the American pundits and color oh. commentators have to say. Uh, world champion Toronto Raptors. All year long. That's great. Yes. You know, we should have like a take a sip of beer every time you hear that game. That would be fun. Although they probably try not to say it as much as they can.
2: <laughs> I know, but you know, that would be fun because you got to <laughs> carry beer like everywhere, like at church or whatever. Yeah, you know that's right? true
4: too. Oh, I think, I, I don't know. And, and again, looking what, what a lot of teams and a lot of players don't have is the championship swagger, the pressure off your back to win. Especially if you've always, if you're one of these players who really wants to win, you've done it. You've got that. You can watch the banner go up. You can live all that stuff. And mm-hmm. Now you can just play hard and play basketball. They don't have to worry about anything. They've got a lot, all that pressure and everything is kind of washed away. They have low expectations. It's always interesting when a championship team is sort of being undervalued and has lower expectations. It all it, it, I think it bodes well for them. They can kind of. Use that as momentum, um, and again, Nick Nurse being there again, just more comfortable. Uh, like you said, the side. I think there's lots uh, to look forward to in this team for sure.
2: Yeah, uh, they're underestimating us again. I love it. Yeah, um, hey
4: and or- if you, and we're going to get into this in terms of the East, but if you really kind of break it down, I don't, I don't, we're not going to have like a, a bad year. No, <laughs> you know? no, if not you look at, at the other teams. But, it, it but hey, it's, it's hey, tougher, yes.
2: Orlando's going to be better but, than us. That's what ESPN, ESPN said. So That's true. Well, Call I mean, Ian.
4: Yeah, you're right. I, J- Jonathan weird.
2: Isaac, you know, what, we can't stop him, right?
4: <laughs> I don't. Uh, that's a, that's a weird. Uh, they really do. They don't like it. They come here and they're jealous. That's what
2: it is. That's right. They're jealous of our sweet, sweet cold, you know? <laughs> um, okay, I think, uh, is, yeah, is, is there any more any more Raptor stuff? Uh you know, I mean, Katie. Is there you, you you were on the flight with with Nick Nurse? I feel like I don't I don't want to. Is there anything, is there anything <laughs> weird that happened in in Vegas that uh, you could let us know about? You know, if not, that's okay.
3: Um, the flight was funny because it was super delayed. So I don't want to point. I mean, I don't want to make any accusations, but I just like heard a man kind of with like a Nick Nurse sounding voice. Being extremely loud at the gate when it was time to board. And I was like, oh, that guy's got a hat on. Like, could be like Nick Nurse hat. Sounds like Nick Nurse. Oh, wow. Um, And then the only way I knew though, because I was like, Nick Nurse wouldn't just be like out here I think he'd be keeping a low profile but then this guy turned around and he was wearing a guitar and it wasn't <laughs> that's
2: incredible <laughs> yeah. oh my god and he, I was yeah. so I was fishing <laughs> like in my mind I'm like Freddie what are you doing you know you got other subjects here don't just ask no, if anything weird on happened the, <laughs> and then you tell on me the that plane,
3: <laughs> oh my it god. gets better <laughs> on the plane he was wearing I got on the plane he's in first class unfortunately I didn't get to hear what he got to continue saying but as I walked through he was like he's wearing like mirrored blue aviators on the plane, still wearing his guitar, <laughs> standing in his seat, lecturing the flight attendant about like the mentality of winning. Oh, but it could my have God. Been like out of context. It could have just been about them doing their job. Like
2: <laughs> <laughs> Hey When you're when you you're flying his in Wheaties the air, for sure. <laughs> well, what's that in? I thought he's eating
4: his Nick Nurse has been eating his Wheaties.
1: Oh yeah. Oh my God. Lecturing the flight attendants, eh? <laughs> nice. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah.
1: Oh, Nikki, you know what I mean? Did he pull out the guitar and like make everyone sing like Country Road, Take Me Home or whatever?
3: No. I wish I got to see what they did with this guitar, but I have a feeling he like bought a seat for it.
2: Wait, wait. Matt, were you just trying to reference Little Nas's Old Town Road?
1: (laughs) I mean, uh, that's better. Oh, okay. Yeah, but no. Sorry, Country Road, Take Me Home. That's a real thing. Okay, John Denver, yeah. I thought you like totally didn't know, but we're trying
2: to sound young. (laughs) Oh, it's like a Country Road, Take Me Home, (laughs) you know? Uh, Billy Billy Ray, right? Um, That's fun. well, I mean, Katie, if you want to, any, anytime you feel like chiming in with a, or wait, is, is, is that over or did, like, did he lecture the pilot? <laughs> I,
3: he may have known to lecture the pilot, but I, there was people behind me. I had to get to my feet.
2: <laughs> oh, that's good. Oh, Nikki. Nick Nurse. Yeah. Cheers. Um, okay. Let's, uh, let's do some NBA stuff. Maddie, would you give me that NBA sting? NBA.
1: Hey. this is adam, adam silver. silver let's do it oh yeah you, are you, you're ready to go now after
2: after staring at me and playing. The- uh, yeah i know i don't blink i don't blink the adam silver tugboat sound yeah cheers classic um i thought i was being cool because when the music was like dun, dun, i was like hey hey yeah so i mean whatever but uh okay let's uh let's start with you ian um so these are just kind of like, I guess, you know, Boogie got injured and then the Lakers are, or, you know, this is just a real GM kind of like, who are the Lakers considering? And it might be none of these people, but um, say something kind of quick about DeMarcus Cousins, Dwight Howard, Martin Gortat, Joaquin Noah, and Mo Spates. And, you know, okay. if it's like, yes, 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 no. Or something like that, that's okay.
4: I or can just be like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I feel bad about Bookie. He's had this weird career where it's ups and downs and shot himself in the foot a bunch of times. It's too bad that happened to him. Uh, Dwight Howard, I don't know. He's an eight time All Star Defensive Player of the Year and he could still be good, but you wonder if him going back to LA has more drama than it's worth for them. For Todd, probably the most sensible still probably the best player versus not having to deal with any kind of potential locker room stuff. Uh, and Noah he's a great athlete. I think he's kind of done. I wouldn't rely on him. His dad awesome kind of player as well. <laughs> and most <laughs> uh I, I don't know. I don't think he's impactful enough to, to, to do anything. Great little shooter. And he had those years on gold state where he was handy, but if I'm picking anybody, it's court
2: talk. Okay. Um, Katie, do well, what would you say about these five uh, NBA players?
3: I am so sad about Boogie, like legitimately. Yeah, it is. On our, our mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
2: It's Brutal.
3: Um, because I just think, like, there isn't anyone I can think of more who just, like, best laid plans just, like, don't stick for. And for no reason, really. Not because there's mm-hmm. any reason or rhyme or reason for anyone getting hurt, but, like. I don't know, man, like, Bookie just can't catch a break. It bummed me out even the way he, like, got his Golden State contract. Like, they basically just gave him, like, walking around money to come there. And then, like, I the know. fact that, like, he couldn't even get a team. It seemed like, you know, he was going to have the same kind of hard time getting signed this year. than he did, and then, like, this happened in service to his country.
0: <laughs> I know.
3: Which is even crazier. Um, yeah, and it's just, like, I was also excited. So, So I guess this is a little longer than one thing, but I was also stepped because he was like going to be reunited with Anthony Davis, which I feel like he really needed even like off the court as just like a friend, you know, like somebody in his corner kind of. Yeah. yeah, Cause they obviously probably weren't going to play that much together, but
2: But I thought they played, you know, it took a bit, but I thought they played well together in new Orleans.
3: They played great. And they're like, they are legitimately like best friends. So I was like, finally, he can at least catch a break in this way. Um, so I don't know, like the boogie stuff, like I just, nothing, I can't think of anything that really bumps me out as much, honestly. Oh, totally. Um, for, I don't know, I think it's Gortat going in with the Lakers would be funny, because he yes. just left the Clippers. Yeah. Also, he really seemed to like LA a lot, like it had the same effect on him that it seemed to have on Bulban, like they just yeah. kind of shone in the sun. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Dwight Howard is extremely weird. It's weird to think he's still like playing. Nothing mm-hmm. against Dwight, but it seems like he, should, he shouldn't be in the league anymore.
0: Um, right.
3: He just seems, I just mean, nothing against him, but he's like of a bygone era to me. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I love the Spades Cowboy. That's cool for him. <laughs> wait, <laughs> goes, wait. But
0: that's also what's the,
2: random. What's the Spades Cowboy thing? Well, Spades. Have you not heard that? as his nickname. People call him the Cowboy? Space
4: cowboy? Oh, that's yeah. space running. Cowboy. What? You should get him on the team just for that nickname. How did I not
0: know they this? Spades oh Cowboy? God. That's the
2: best nickname in the league. <laughs> it's pretty it good. Oh, my <laughs> goodness. Yeah.
4: That's fantastic. Oh, man. You should play it up and get like a cowboy hat and everything. That'd be awesome.
3: And that would be the place for it, right? Like, yeah. you definitely could just like be cruising down the, the
4: strip. Yeah, the, um, wow. the West Coast <laughs> and a convertible, like El yeah. Dorado
0: oh my god
4: that's good
2: stuff that's some that's some you know i mean listen my 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 partner's a big dolly fan and and we listen to some modern country so shout out to casey musgraves uh i know you listen to the pod you're a big 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 celeb but you still listen to the pod or whatever if you could just do your kind of cowboy song and just you know like instead of like like you know, saying cowboy, you could like do the lead up, but throw in Mo Spate's name. Anyways, Spate, <laughs> thanks, cowboy. <laughs> Sorry.
3: That's okay. I'm glad it brought everybody so much joy. Yeah, <laughs> um, Dude, that's amazing. And then I don't know. I don't like. Uh, what team Noah? That's, yes, I could see him playing on that team. Sure.
2: <laughs> yeah, like um, first of all, I totally agree. I mean how does anyone not feel completely sad for Boogie? Like, even if you compare him, you know, to a guy like Isaiah Thomas, Boogie was kind of like, he was like, his whole career was heading to this massive contract where, whereas Isaiah had kind of like taken this opportunity and played himself into that potential contract. Um, But yeah, anytime someone gets that close to that amount of money, and then it's just a series of misfortunate events. Like that's the reason they don't get it. That to me, it just, it sucks. Like like injuries suck in general, but to me there's a difference between like, oh, KD, you know, he tore his Achilles and then Brooklyn was like, okay, here's your uh, four-year Supermax or whatever. Um, mm-hmm. And for a guy like Boogie, people are like, oh, we don't know if you're going to be good. And it's so weird
3: to me. Yeah, like, I just like, I really don't get it. Like, he's never shown, He's like the optics around him have like fluctuated and changed with every injury,
2: you know? I know, yeah. And I mean, like, I, I don't know how much money he turned down from New Orleans, but I think it was quite a bit. So that, that's obviously frustrating too. And, and yeah, just in, in terms of the other guys, like Mo Spates, I can't add anything else except Spates cowboy. <laughs> My God. Um, Dwight Howard is another guy where, I mean, like, I'm not like rooting for his redemption, but it always does throw me when people have such a like, kind of like unspectacular end to what was a fairly spectacular career. Um you know, I even feel that way a little bit with Melo. Like, I'm not like, oh, Melo. You know, he deserves this, like, because there's so many players. But it is weird to me when someone goes from like like such a height and then that's just it. You know, they're like they're totally irrelevant and they can never gain relevancy again. Noah, I thought did a really good job in Memphis uh, mm-hmm. at the end of the year there. Um, so I'm kind of interested in 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 him. Not going to the Lakers. Like I want him to go somewhere, but for a team that I want to root for, mm. um, a little bit. And uh, yeah, I think uh, Gortat, Polish Hammer. Um, I didn't really know he loves L.A., but obviously I trust Katie. Um, Gortet, do your thing. You know what I mean? Uh, okay, let's um, let's. Who did I start with last time? Was it Katie or Ian? Ian. Yeah. Okay. So let's go through Katie. Um, Oh yeah. All right. So, so I want to rank the East all together. Um, Okay. And here's what I'm thinking. So we'll start from the top and, and yeah, it's, it's a, it's, this is a team building exercise. So if you, if you say blank, uh, I think Cleveland's going to be number one, then we have to go with that. And, 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 and then whoever's Uh, next. you, You don't have to worry about that. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, yeah, I don't think that's Cleveland ha- number one. I was just trying to think of an extreme example. You know? No, I know. <laughs> okay, so I think number the Cleveland Cleveland finishes number two. Yeah, yeah, let's be real. <laughs> I think I, I think Kevin Love, I mean, is there any chance he doesn't get M V P? Um Okay, Katie, Hello. who who's gonna be number one in the East uh regular season record? Toronto. <laughs> wow. Really? Do you like, like, Oh my God. I mean like we can't argue it cause you got first pick, mm-hmm. but is no, that Toronto? Oh, I, yeah, lo- I love that conference. <laughs> <laughs> so what, what is like it? That. Vegas has us at like 46 wins. So you're, you're just like, they're completely wrong.
3: They're always wrong. Like they, they, they were are. wrong every other year. And like Toronto, this is the thing that's like crazy to me, I got this a lot in Vegas where people were like, Oh, how are you holding up? Like someone I knew had died. I know when they found out about Kawhi, but I was like, guys, like, cause it's a mostly dude, but yeah. like <laughs> Toronto without him, like he still had the best, like regular season record of like pretty much any team. And like, we mm-hmm. kind of slacked off at the end of last regular season with good reason. But like that's, that part of the season doesn't worry me at
2: all. I, I totally we know how agree. to handle that. Yeah. yeah. We're, 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 I mean, I love that. Like, I, I, I don't think I, ha- I I have them at first, but that's maybe just cause I'm trying to be modest. Um,
3: I'm done being modest. Yeah, this year. that's what I decided. <laughs> I love
2: it. because you know, last year I was like very timidly. I, I started off yeah. confidently, being like, uh, "We got Kawhi. We're going to the finals." And then I, I told Matt I was going to say that every single podcast. And then I don't know if he clocked it, but I stopped saying it. Um, <laughs> but I still believed it. You know what I mean? Um, okay, Ian, who's uh, who's uh, the Raptors are going to finish first in the East? Uh, mm-hmm. Who's going to finish second?
4: Um. If you look at all the rosters, I think Milwaukee will still finish second. I think they've got the deepest, other than the Raps, who we have so many usable players. Milwaukee's like that too. They got a, you know, they did lose Brogdon mm-hmm. um, and that's not nothing, but they still have like, you know, Wesley Matthews is good and George Hill and like, uh, you know, they got Corver, I think too, don't they?
2: I think so, yeah. They got the other Lopez brother. Yeah. You know what I mean?
4: Like they've got, you know, so I think they'll still be good and I don't think it was, for me, it was between them and Boston, if I can say that. But I don't, well, uh, don't want to say say too much. Who, who do you think
2: third? You know what? I'm glad you said that because it gives me the opportunity to say Philly will be in third. Okay. And that, uh, you know, just because I'm a, you know, petty dude or whatever. Like, I know that even <laughs> for this group exercise, Boston yeah. doesn't get to be number three. Cheers. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I'm cool, eh? <laughs> um, no, I mean... My thing with Philly is, uh, I don't think it's more complicated than Al Horford is is always always one of the most underestimated players in the NBA. I think that spacing issues will be there, shooting issues will be there, um, but I think kind of continued development and and I also like that they reinvested in Brett Brown, who did such a good job that I think maybe that's some of his job security. Uh, you know, that those, those kind of like negative feelings are are going to be gone. And I, you know, just, just to touch on the Raptors for a sec, I'm really happy that we have that with, with nurse this year. Like he's, he's exceeded so well that he doesn't have this whole, you know, like Casey every single year was like, am I going to get fired? And I think that when you operate with, with a, like a, a level of confidence of, of job confidence, it can kind of bring out, you know, the best. And uh, I, I'm also just a massive fan of Embiid. Uh, like uh, he, I just think he's such a fantastic player, and when we played him in the playoffs, he could score eight points and have like a plus forty five. He just blankets the court yeah, on defense, great. and you know we'll see how he holds up. But you know Philly's already talking about load management with Embiid, so I think their head's in the right place. Who knows if Simmons will be ever will ever be able to shoot the ball? But um, yeah, Philly's my number three. Katie, who's your uh, who's
1: your number four?
3: Mm, i'm gonna go with the net
1: brooklyn Ooh,
2: yeah
3: i, li- I like That's this I, yeah
2: yeah like is there is that like are you confident Not, in that or
3: yeah because i think the Nets, the Nets really reminded me weirdly of like kind of up the raptors uh mm. last year and they were really good and jared allen who I just loved anyway, but mm-hmm. like saw him also at Summer League is incredible. Was incredible last season, was incredible in the summer. Is I can't kind believe of they had like him. A, Sorry. I, I love that he was at Summer League, obviously, because I got to just like watch yeah. him all the time. But like, he wanted to. I think it's similar to what Pascal did last summer. Like, he just wants to play as much as possible. Right. Um, and it's working. So, and then, I mean, like, Durant's obviously not going to play. Right. Kyrie's for sure going to help them. But just, like, the energy they had last year, if they can keep it going, if those guys kind of alchemize properly, like, and don't blow apart the chemistry, you know, like, I think that's kind of what happened in Boston right. with Kyrie. But if if it works, then I think Brooklyn will be uh, very fun to
2: watch. And, and I think, um, <clears throat> I think uh, you know, with Kyrie getting traded to Boston – you had this magical run with Rozier and and Brown and smart and, and Tatum. And they were all kind of like, okay, you know, this is my time. And Kyrie just like, is is coming in with a different attitude. And I think by removing Russell and putting in Irving, there's like, it's pretty clear that he's like the max, you know, kind of like alpha guy. And I also Mm -hmm. just realized that they, they got like Torian Prince on a, on a pretty good deal. So I think he's a massive acquisition, and yeah, they 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 have they have a very modern team. I think people are a bit too high on Karis Levert, um, but <laughs> he's one of those guys who was like he was pretty good for a bit, and people are like, I guess yeah, All Star easily next year. I'm like, take it easy. Take it easy. That's
3: a weird guy to have a really strong opinion about.
2: No, no. He's just one of the, I feel like he's like, yeah, that's true. You know what? I, I, <laughs> I gotta you, keep know. I, I know. I know. I got to keep an eye on my like devil's advocate, like meter. Cause I, it's like, I'm searching for like who everyone just automatically agrees is good. And I'm like, why do I think he's bad? Um, no, I think he's, he's good. But uh, yeah. Anyways, I think that's a, it's a pretty good pick. Um, Ian, is this, uh, is this Boston's time?
4: Yeah, I think so. I think they're, I, uh, I don't know. I think it sounds like Kyrie was, I like Kyrie. I've always been a fan of him, you mm. know, um, but it didn't seem whatever was going on there, not privy to, but it seemed like he was part of a problem and not a solution in terms of them winning games. Right. And uh, I think Kemba Walker is a Celtic player. He's a Brad Stevens player. He's somebody who has been chomping at the bit to win playing on Charlotte forever. Um, so he was a winner in college. Like I think that if you combine him being selfless and being able to score when they need him to score, and if you look at Tatum having pressure that taken off of him and him being able to go forward, and mm-hmm. Brown even if Brown goes takes a, a a little bit plays a little bit better, or even with more confidence. And I also like they're a little thin um, at center, it seems. But I like Taco Fall, man. Who knows? Even if, what if Taco comes in and plays? 10, 12, 15 strong minutes for you. He's absolutely enormous.
2: He and I is like ridiculously him. tall.
4: Yeah, man. And, and it seems like he, he might be able to play that long in the NBA, you know, 15 minutes a, a, a night as your backup center. And, uh, and I also like Carson Edwards. I think he's, he, could, he might be a pretty good little, little point guard for them. Was he, he was good, man.
2: And was he in summer, summer League? He was on uh, Purdue. Was, me? was he at Summer League, Katie?
3: Who? Sorry,
2: Paco? Um, uh, Carson. Carson Edwards. Carson Edwards.
3: Carson Edwards. I, mean, I don't remember. I, I, Do you know how I many guys are in Summer League? It's yeah,
4: fair. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> but, but yeah, uh, but I, I think that he might have a good year, and I think that he might add something to the team. And getting Kyrie out of there was obviously an issue. And Kemba Walker is—he's a different player, you know, but he's—he's he's every bit as—as as, as competent a point guard as Kyrie. And I think he'll fit their system better. So I think that. Yeah, the Celtics
2: at five is fair. Yeah, I think so too. Um I'll go uh Indiana at 6. Um okay. yeah, I think that, you know, the they 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 lost Bojan and and Thaddeus Young, which is is pretty substantial, but I think the, you know, continued development of like Sabonis Turner. Um Brogdon, I'm pretty high on even if he has some, you know, like a, a year of adjusting to being to having more responsibility and as long as Oladipo's Depot's not out too long, I think that there's a pretty significant separation between these, these top six teams in the East and everybody else. So I think that they should be able to kind of like have a pretty decent, you know, winning record. And I I think seven and beyond, you know, might be flirting with 500 type squads. So, um, was that, was that, was that a good pick you two, Indiana?
3: Yeah, I think so.
2: Yeah. All right. Um, uh, okay, we're doing it. All right. We're, we're doing this <laughs> Yeah. Uh, okay, Katie. Wait, who, so, where are we at? So, uh, yeah. Six? Here we go. Okay. Seven, we go Raptors. Six already? My God. Raptors, Bucks, Sixers, Nets, Boston, Indiana, and number seven's on you, Katie. Oh, man. I got to say, Boston's
4: way too high, but
3: that's fine. I love that's it. what we're doing here. I love the Boston um,
1: hate. Um,
3: I guess, oh, Miami, I think.
1: Miami. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Okay.
4: Jimmy, good
1: Miami. Yeah. Yeah.
3: Yeah
1: they get Paul, yeah, too? I, pardon? What if they get Paul? Chris Paul?
3: What if they if
4: they, they got get Drogic, don't they?
1: Well, they got Drogic Butler. And Jimmy,
4: that's a pretty damn good call.
3: Yeah, yeah Drogic yeah. and, I, I and Jimmy. I don't know. I could see them getting Chris Paul. I don't know. Like, he'll fit in really well on that. Mm-hmm. on In the, like, heat system and, like, on this specific roster, if they do get him. But if they don't get him, it's still, like, a pretty great team. I don't know. Jimmy, like... Again, big Jimmy fan. Um, I think he's going to have the year he, like, has meant to have the last two years. Like, first with the Wolves, it was supposed to be like, oh, this is this is his big chance. He's going to be, like, the franchise leader. Didn't happen. And then the Sixers, like, kind of fizzled out, too.
1: Mm-hmm. Like, had
3: a fine year, but just, like, wasn't anything spectacular with that team. He's, like, enjoying himself already in Miami, and Going to be a big factor. He's like playing dominoes in the park with old guys. He's wearing all his that's like amazing. Miami. That, that's hat. awesome. Yeah, like, that's yeah awesome. he's yeah.
2: like
4: Jimmy's he's such
0: does. a great character.
4: Yeah. Yeah, he's yeah. like
2: checking out so all awesome. the he's checking out all the like Dexter filming spots. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I, think if Jim, I think if Jimmy's in a good mood, he's going to play really well for them, and I think they might even be higher than seven personally because Justice Winslow and Kelly Olenek are good, and they got Dion Waiters, who, who's a great little okay Weird, like, I'm off st- the bench guy like you yeah. know what I mean they're 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 not bad I
2: I'm, I'm starting to rethink this a little bit I actually I kind of like in it my mind higher than the Pacers. I, I have Miami out of the playoffs only because oh, I man. think it's it's too much responsibility for Jimmy and he doesn't have enough help because Dragic, I'm like is he gonna is he going to play more than half the year? And Jimmy Who's is he going to play more than sixty-five games? Their, their coaches Spo still, uh, Spo still still I love right? Spolstra. so uh, like I, I think,
4: think I think Spo will, will get the most out of
0: that team.
2: Yeah, and, and and you know Bam is also kind of set set out for a breakout year. So uh, okay, um, where where are we at? Number eight. Yeah. So who? What's the Last final? Spo- is that Ian? Right. So well, what's the final? This spot is a hard
4: here? one, man. This is hard because there's a few teams. Let me give you a bunch of. I'll name some teams we can do like. Okay. I, I want to realistically say, um, uh, the Hawks. I do. Whoa. But there, you could also you could also say the Pistons. You could also say the Magic. And my dark horse team is the Cavs. I won't lie. <laughs> I, I think if Darius Garland is a good is good, <laughs> then they'll be good. <laughs> I'm so, I'm saying it. <laughs> yeah. Buddy, say it. Oh my
0: god. I will
4: say it. If Garland's good, they might make it. But I'm I'm going with Hawks. That's my final. Okay, Lance. Hawks. Atlanta Hawks.
2: I mean, you know, Trey Young show. Let's see what happens. Um, Vince He's Carter, good, man. Vince Carter will man. like, you know, he'll, uh, sh- dunk and warm- I like, this, I like and John
4: stuff. Collins <laughs> and Alex Glenn. I think those guys are pretty good. They're competent players. Um, I don't know. They're it's, it's weird pickings. I could you could go with you could go with the magic. What do you guys think? What, the eighth of it of a top
2: I I personally like it's the Hawks because you know this is how we're doing it, right? Um, so sure. <laughs> so so this is what's up. But I would have personally had the magic. I actually have the magic. Um, yeah, uh, in seventh seventh place. <laughs> like
4: it, it's weird. Also, like, it depends if Mar- the emergence of Markel Fultz is interesting. What he, if he is all of a sudden the player that he can be?
2: I mean that I think would really elevate what they have, but I just think the the he was supposed to be crafty. Yeah, like, but I, I think you know the development of like uh, Isaac and Gordon and, and Vucevic having like a eighty percent of yeah, the year he yeah, had. Right. I just think they have, uh, you know, I mean, maybe that's fresh off of playing them in the playoffs and being like, man, this team's way better than I thought. No, oh, I
4: think you might be right. I, I think I think I could probably changed my answer, but I'm, I'm locked in in Atlanta because this is the podcast. <laughs>
2: yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. We, but we, I, we, I, you
4: could know. you could certainly make a case for Orlando.
2: <laughs> No, I mean, they are also still starting DJ Augustine, who we cut from our team mm. like <laughs> three years ago. So, I mean, I don't know. I'm not That's that not confident. Um, <laughs> yeah, very true. Okay, who's who's number nine, Katie? The Piston. Yes, for I, sure. Yeah. yeah, totally. I
3: think. Um, I probably would have, this is my personal ranking. I would have ranked him a little bit higher. Um, I was sort of bummed with like how little happened to him last season. Um, not that I actually thought like Griffin was going to be like their big turnaround, mm-hmm. but just like Casey sort of getting into them. I think maybe like hopefully he just he wanted like a season with them to see how things shook out. They're just like kind of a weird group of weirdos. <laughs> um,
2: yeah, it's, uh, that's fair.
3: But I I really like, I don't know, I like Von Maker. I hope he kind of has like a better season than he did last season he kinda got forgotten about. I like Tony Smell. Um I love Andre Truman.
2: Me too. He said yeah, I kinda uh, I sided with Andre in the like Embiid Andre battle because it was (laughs) funny at first and then I was like Embiid, you're starting to bully this man. You know what I mean? And then (laughs) now now I love Andre. Yeah. (laughs)
3: Um I don't know. They're just like a nice like a nice weird little team. I like teams like this, you know?
2: Yeah. Um, They're
3: due for like a bit of an underdog kind of season. I,
2: I I hope so. You know, I mean, like I'm rooting for Casey. That's the first thing when, when I, I met Blake this summer in the, the, the first thing I said to him that was about basketball and not comedy was um, was that I'm so happy you're with Dwayne Casey, and he looked at me. What like, did he say? His well, his face said before he said anything. I can't <laughs> believe you just said that. It's, it's we're all drunk and it's 3 a.m. Yeah. and that's I did not expect that, but he was like, "Yeah, Case is awesome," um, and he basically was just saying. And then he kind of veered into a territory about saying that there's very few special coaches in the world. Oh. So I was like, "Oh, is that a dig on Casey?" But then while I was like thinking about was that a dig on Casey, he just straight up was like, "Yeah, Nurse inherited such a ridiculously good team. It's just like he's like driving a Lamborghini, which I think is a Nurse quote." Um, so <laughs> it's interesting to hear someone like like it get filtered out through the world, and then hear someone use that against Nurse. Anyways, um, okay. I
3: said that against her.
0: <laughs> the yeah, same
2: thing. I mean it's true, right? Like he and yeah. a ridiculously deep team, and 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 again, I, and talented, and I think he 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 did what he needed to do, and he was great. Um, okay, so is is it on me now? You said Pistons. No, it's back to Ian. Okay, Ian, do do you, do you want a rundown? Do you remember what teams are left?
4: I mean, we are we talking about who's tenth in the in the Eastern Conference?
2: We are. We're there now. Oh, God. <laughs> no, this is eleventh. I mean, is it?
1: I don't no, think Orlando's been picked yet. Yeah, it? no, Orlando's nine
2: and Detroit's ten. Oh, okay.
4: Okay. So eleventh in the in I'll say the Cleveland Cavaliers. Man. Oh, I like yeah. the Darius. I like uh, Darius Garland guy. I think he could be good. There's a lot of talk about him, and he got hurt in college. But apparently, he would have been projected maybe number one. And privacy is crazy, but. I don't know. And I liked Colin Sexton when they picked him last year too. The gritty guy, he can maybe give them something. Kevin Love looks like he's had quite the vacation. So maybe he'll be ready to play. You know what I mean? So I don't know. I don't know. I'm going with the Cavs.
2: I like it. Okay. I'm kind of stuck in a place here because there's a part of me that like, I felt like so many people were underappreciated in, in, in that Boston run. Um, And, you know, that's all directed towards my, like, hatred of Brad Stevens. Um, I don't actually hate him. But uh, I thought, I think Rozier is a starting level point guard, and I want to say Charlotte, but then there's another part of me that is thinking they're going to try to be bad. So then I'm thinking Chicago. Um, I'm going to go Chicago because I think they have some talent, and I think Chicago's kind of, like, not trying to tank. Like, that's where we're at now. (laughs) <laughs> you know what I mean we're at we're at like we're debating if the team's trying to win or lose <laughs> right like or am I I don't know no that's
3: where we're
2: at um, okay so Chicago is number 12 uh, three more teams uh, those teams are what are the teams the Knicks the Wizards and uh, sh- and then Charlotte yeah um
4: I'm going Nick wait is it my turn it's I Katie know, sorry it's Katie I'm sorry
2: how dare you
3: that's okay <laughs> I'm gonna go Wizards
2: though okay Brad Beal yeah, I, like, I, I don't
3: know I like the, the wizard team I like Brad Beal I feel like he has it I like the Otto Porter Jr. a
2: lot he's too. in Chicago now though yeah. oh fuck <laughs> yeah I know well it's like when oh. it's like the dregs of the NBA there's a part I of you know. that's always like wait who's on Memphis sorry
3: <laughs> like I know what Otto Porter did on his vacation, but I missed the whole going to Chicago thing. Um, I like, I mean, I don't know what's going to be up with John Wall, but like, you know, I like John Wall and Bradley Beal, Rui Hachimura, who we were just talking about, yep. is on the wizard. So I don't want him to come in last his first year in the NBA.
2: Yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's a, I feel like I'm a sound logic. It's um,
3: oh, okay. And our man uh, CJ miles plays there
2: now. Oh, CJ miles. What's going on, buddy? All right. Traded for Dwight Howard, by the way. <laughs>
0: yeah. um,
2: they both just must've been like, oh. The sad high fives. They pass each other. Yeah, um, <laughs> But
0: CJ's so happy.
2: CJ's PJs. Come on. Yeah. Um, Ian, uh, is it the, is, are, are, are the Knicks the worst team or Charlotte or is Charlotte the worst team?
4: You want to say the Knicks, but I'm not going to because of RJ <laughs> Barrett. I, I really it. like RJ Barrett. I think that he's going to be a great NBA player. Um, I hope that his career goes well, and so I hope that he he shines in New York. I and love they, it. They play. They they finish not dead last.
2: <laughs> wow. Okay. So here here's a, here's our rundown. Okay, we got Raptors, Bucks, Sixers, Nets, uh, Celtics, Pacers, Heat. Hawks, magic, pistons, Cavaliers, Bulls, Wizards, Knicks,
1: Hornets. Hornets.
2: Okay. Um, let's, uh, let's, uh, do this last NBA question and, uh, and pop over to, um, to our quickish question. So this is kind of just an abstract question. If you have thoughts on it, cool. If you don't also cool, but, The Wiggins thing, again, like I'm clearly wrapped up in like, this is my Westworld. You know what I mean? Like, oh, like like my maze leads to like, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? Like my maze leads to like the understanding of Wiggins and like, and like what potential is and money. And like, so uh, I'm on my own journey. uh, Fair enough. Right. Um, But uh, you know, people always talk about like drive and, and intensity and fire and, you know, you know, players back in the day were always described as like knuckleheads and like, just this kind of like vagary that I, I, I no, but no people used to say that. Like I was just listening to a podcast Boy. with uh Quentin Richardson and he was calling everybody knuckleheads. That's a good one. I know, right? I
4: like calling people turkey too. Turkey,
2: turkey's good. Turkey's good. Um, What are you doing, turkey? Yeah, Um, (laughs) (laughs) but that that makes me like like if someone called me a turkey, I'd be like, you're all right. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's not Uh, bad. um, But oh yeah, so I guess. Like uh, I'll, I'll start with you, Katie. Like w- w- when you hear this stuff, like do you do you relate to that type of language? Do you feel like it's anecdotal? Like it, you know, obviously there's defensive metrics and all, you know all that kind of stuff. But is like mm-hmm. how, how do you quantify like hard work and growth and like f- and like that Kyle Lowry fire? You know.
3: I don't think you can, and I don't think you like, really want to, because I think, it's, for me, it's always the unquantifiable stuff that makes it more, like, magic and special to watch, like, a, a player come alive. Like, when Lowry has these elusive, like, we hate Lowry when he disappears, but then when he comes back in those moments and, like, does exactly what he needs to, when he needs to, and just, like, takes complete control of the game, it's kind of like alchemy, right? Like, you don't, I don't think you, you want to quantify it too hard, I think that's what makes it so special and
2: kind of rare, not just in him and like any player who has a capacity to do that, you know? No, I mean, that's, that's yeah. that, not, I love that. Like, okay. Just random aside here. I saw, I saw a Ted talk one time with, um, who's the director, Matt, you'd know, um, who does, who does
1: lost. What's that guy's name. The show The director does the whole show. Yeah. They have like different directors for, okay. Right? Well, listen, this is a bad aside.
2: Fincher. okay this is a bad aside basically he had a whole thing about you know receiving a magic set from his grandma in a box and then listen spoiler on the ted talk if you're going to listen to that ted talk but he kind of like reveals in the end that he's never going to open the box because whatever he like he he can imagine in the box is just far greater than whatever's in that box and anyways yeah i'm just uh, i'm essentially weirdly agreeing with katie's point in in my TED talk. Fair enough. (laughs) Um, Anyways. Yeah, Ian, like, you know, yeah, sorry, man. That was a bit of a dead end. (laughs) Listen, but I basically agree. You know what I mean? Like, maybe next time I'll just say I agree. Um, (laughs) But, oh, God. um, We're having fun out here, you know? But yeah, so 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 Ian, like, yeah, people always talk about basketball in these terms. Like, does that bother you? Like, are are you like, hey, don't talk about it. Like, let's let's enjoy the mystery of life, or you know what but I mean? Like, like hustle and all. Yeah. that. Yeah, like, or do you point at a guy and you say like, that guy doesn't have. I don't know, man. I it.
4: think it's always a nice, nice stuff like hustle and everything is when you see it on a, any kind of sport. We appreciate it as, as being like couch jockeys. You know, look at that guy. He's really trying. These guys are trying. But this guy's really, really, you know, so, but I mean, if you're trying to quantify it, it, I think that if you're trying to quantify hustle, maybe, or have a metric for it, could you have some weird stat where you, you know, divide time on court by the amount of deflections or like chase down blocks or like mm-hmm. tipped balls or offensive rebounds? Like, I'm sure there's some statistician that could, statistician that could make uh, some sort of like, you know, hustle metric mm-hmm. or something. Um, but if you need it, I don't know. I don't think you need it because like you said, it's the point of, of you don't need a, a bat to tell you this guy's hustling. You watch the game and you appreciate the player doing it as they do it.
1: Yeah.
2: Did
4: I answer the question?
1: You did. I, I think you did.
2: I think we all answered oh, it. Yeah. And, and, and Katie did first. Yeah. And the answer is <laughs> respect the mystery of life. Yeah. And also yeah, basketball. Man. Yeah, don't, yeah, you don't a So
4: you don't need stats for everything, and just enjoy that, enjoy <laughs> the beauty of the game, right? Yeah,
2: you hear that, Matt? Matt, yeah. this is Matt's question. By the way, I'm just trying to throw Matt under the bus. <laughs> yeah, um, under the bus. Okay, let's uh, let's let's move over to Quickish <laughs> questions. Uh, Maddie, would you give me that sting? Quickish questions. Okay, uh, if you're at home, you just probably went wild. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know what time it is, right? <laughs> yeah, I'm pretty sure, you know what I mean? Like, if you're, like, listening to this podcast, like, having a shower, you just, yeah. like, freaking freaked out. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah, and absolutely. almost fell and, like, didn't, you know? But um, Okay. <laughs> you both know how this works. Matt, yeah. you know what's up. Um, you got to answer as quick as you can. <laughs> Um, Matt's waiting for me to say, don't, don't phone, phone a, a friend. friend. Um, we just both did the same yeah. kind of like finger <laughs> yeah, gun yeah, we thing. Too. <laughs> uh, you know, my questions might not make that much sense. That doesn't That's matter. That's okay. You just got to go for it.
1: Yeah. Just read them as best you can.
2: Okay. Um, we ready? Yeah. Katie, I'm going to start with you. Okay. Who is going to win the FIBA World Cup? Uh, France. France. I love it. Ian. All right. And I can help you out a bit here because the person who took the question provided a list in case you don't know. Okay. Who's in the Team Canada starting lineup given all of the dropouts? Who's in the starting lineup? That's right. AKA, oh, can you name. Five Canadian players who I'm still are glad playing. I, didn't
4: get this one. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Are, there, are there any Canadian? Are there any NBA player?
2: There, there is still a bunch. There like, yeah.
4: What's his name? Uh, who played for the Magic? Um, Nick, Nick, like, not, not. I want to say Reynoldson, but it's not him.
2: Like. Yeah, it's the comedian Nick um, that's <laughs> Yeah, the comedian
4: Nick Reynoldson, If he's listening, shout out to Nick. <laughs>
2: is Brady Nick, um, Nick Stasikus
1: Heslip?
4: No, no, I don't think he. Is he on the team?
1: No, I don't know. Listen,
4: I don't think I can name one player right <laughs> Listen. now. Listen, I can name a lot of jo- Canadian
2: players. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's rude, Matt. That's rude. Um, Corey I Joseph. I can't
4: answer the question.
2: Let's just so. say Corey Joseph. You know what I mean? Like by okay. himself. Sure. Um, <laughs> okay, Matt. Uh, yeah. Could we see O'Shea Brissett, Nick Staskis? And RJ Barrett together on the Raptors to form a Mississauga Super Team.
1: <gasps> wow. Yeah. I like that. Um, and I want them to have a little more experience, though. So let's put it at around uh, 2024. Okay.
2: You didn't need to <laughs> wink. You did not need to wink at me and wink make that Wink and sound. a click.
1: You got a wee- yeah, wink and a click. I didn't
2: want that. Um, Katie, uh, it's actually a question yeah. for you. Um, for Katie, who is the summer vacation MVP?
3: I can't tell you already. You've got away like two weeks when uh, Silver Vacation Watch MVP is announced. Okay.
1: Oh. You hear that? I will,
3: say, I will say there are some strong contenders. I'd say it's very close, but there's still time. Okay. So that can happen in two weeks.
2: Okay.
0: I like Critic. it.
2: Um, <laughs> Ian, this is a legit question. Um, you
1: know what I mean? It's, it's fine, fine, right? Like,
2: yeah, you know what I mean? It's not like just a, a, a question that I didn't prepare mm. for enough. Um, what are you doing to prepare for the Raptors 905 Open Tryouts? Wow. Um, um
4: You know yeah. what? I, I have been doing, I've got these little five-pound weights I try to do <laughs> some what? stretching with, you know, and I've been stretching my hamstrings a lot, actually.
1: Oh, that's um, smart.
4: But I did, act- I did recently, they had those, um, those, Chocolate
1: uh, ice cream bars, those Magnum ones on sale at Shoppers. So I bought two packs of those.
2: Okay, oh, those are deadly. Um, yeah, so stuff like that. <laughs> this is uh, this is the last question. Uh, we'll go Katie first, then Ian.
1: Okay. Sorry,
2: Matt, but it doesn't really apply to you, um, <laughs> and because it, it's a dig on me, that's why. Cheers. Um, and it's fine, you know. If you ask a question, I will read it on the podcast. Yeah. So, Katie, <laughs> did Freddie give? you more than a day's notice to do the podcast?
3: (laughs) You did this time actually. And you texted me. You didn't just send me a message to the Facebook Messenger
2: void. Honestly, I'm really starting to turn it around. Um, (laughs) Yeah. Ian, same goes to you. Did I give you more than two days' notice for the pod? Oh, yes, you did. To your
4: credit, I I was notified and I had lots of time uh, to prepare. Freddie was very professional. Whoever wrote that question, it was (laughs) He's very professional
2: indeed. <laughs> it's funny because it's 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 lar- <laughs> it's largely not true. Um, I
1: do <laughs> ask people too late, too often, and that's on me. I will say that you uh, your physio appointments are hard to nail down. Right. They're they're a bit of a phantom. Right. They they pop oh, in and out. The D, the D, I'll yeah. also
2: say this: the LCL, it's coming along. Yeah. Um, but that's it for the pod. That's it. Yeah. Um, all right. thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. Um Katie, let's let's start with you. I mean like summer vacation watch, obviously, but um, please plug away. Everyone check out all of Katie's stuff. But but Katie, please.
3: Um yeah, NBA summer vacation watch. I don't I hate that it's coming to a close, but realistically we got about two weeks left, maybe a maybe a three week stretch depending on what wild shit Paul Pierce stays up to. <laughs> um And uh, I also have a basketball newsletter. I just moved it over to Substack. Um, It's called Basketball Feelings. Cool. So feel free to subscribe to that. It's extremely emotional, especially in the off-season, it seems. Good. Uh, And then... What else? Oh, I've, I'm kind of like, I started on as basically like a freelance, but still like freelancer at large for rocks for Dime Magazine. So I'll have like way more stuff coming out through them. And like, I don't know, cooking up a lot of fun stuff for the fall. But Summer Vacation Watch is my main focus. So please read it.
0: Cool. And
2: Hell yeah. Well, Katie, <laughs> you're you're a goddamn delight. And um, thank you for doing this podcast. We're, we're always lucky to have you.
3: Thanks for having
2: me, guys. And you know, I'll do a better
1: job, right? Like of booking, you know, that stuff. Um, (laughs) You
3: did a great job. It's
1: gonna get really in your head now, isn't it? It is, yeah. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Oh, the the
2: the you know the my uh, my buddy who wrote in that question. He knows what he did to me. Yeah, Um, Ian, (laughs) uh, we just did a show together. You're great. Um, You're hilarious. You know what's going on. What shows can people check out? Or 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 or, yeah. What's up?
4: Well, I got lots of shows uh, coming up. There's some shows I'm doing. Actually, uh, this Tuesday at Comedy Bar, there's five for five comedy. That's always a fun show. If you want to just see good stand-up comedy in Toronto, um, I recommend Comedy Bar. But yeah, Tuesdays, uh, nine thirty is a straight just stand-up show, and I'm on it uh, on the twenty seventh, so it should be a fun show.
2: Cool. I uh, actually did that show last night. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it, w- it went well. I stepped off the stage for a joke, and then I was pretty scared. Yeah. That I was going to like buckle my knee. Oh yeah. yeah. But, um, worked <laughs> oh, out, worked God. out. Uh, okay, cool. Um, all right. thanks, yeah. guys. Uh, thanks so much for everyone who listens to the podcast and, yeah. uh, all the support and feedback and yeah, we're still growing and yeah, we're headed for a repeat. So, uh, we'll <laughs> see, we'll see you next week. All
0: right.
2: Thanks all right. guys. See ya.
0: Can anyone around here speak basketball?